Thanks so much. Um, yeah, if we, I, you guys knew me last night. Uh, when I was here last night, and the lights were kind of weird on my eyes. I don't wear glasses, but I think as I get older, I find myself doing this, and I'm doing this too. But anyway, I'm just getting closer to my glorified body. Shack on my body. Did you realize that? You're not dying. You're actually getting closer to your glorified body. It's all how you look at it. Anywho, yeah, could you just turn the house lights up a little bit more, please? We're going to uh, cruise through some scripture tonight, and uh, I, I just um, I want to I want to lay some thoughts out that'll hopefully uh, provoke you to live life with purpose in wherever you live life, whatever you do. Um, people talk a lot about vision. What's your vision for your life? I know people that have mission statements and vision statements, but um, the bottom line is uh, culture will eat vision for breakfast. And when you establish culture in your lifestyle, okay, with your group of friends, and in particular I'm talking about culture here with resurgence, if you establish a culture, your vision, I mean, vision's great, that's all good and stuff, but culture, and it starts with culture, it ends with culture. That's just it, you know. Community is not a goal, it should be foundational, okay, things like that. When I talk about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, uh, that culture should be absolutely uh, the foundation for everything we do as believers. Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. He didn't preach a gospel of salvation. What are you talking about? Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. And that's a lot different than just the gospel of salvation. I got born again when I was a kid. And then I got reborn again every night before I went to bed because I was... Afraid that I, I had sin in my life and I'd go to hell if Jesus came back. You know what I'm saying? Or that whole thing. And anyway, but I, I want to I want to look at this whole thing. How can I develop a kingdom culture in my life, in my sphere of influence? What is this going to look like? And then even more so, if you're part of Resurgence, you come up to Resurgence, and you're part of this community. Then I, I would really love to, as a leader of this, I feel some ownership of this Resurgence because I sit at the board level with Travis and a few other people, but. God wants to develop a kingdom culture in and through you and establish it here in the earth. Okay? A couple of us got it. Right on. It's good. I'm just going to preach to you for a while. What's your name? John Pierre. You got it. Come on, John Pierre. Okay. Matthew 13, 33 says this. He spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. Somebody say leaven. Which a woman took and hid three pecks of uh, in three pecks of flour until it was all leavened. Okay, so he's, in scripture you'll see there's there are a lot of places. Well, not a ton ton of places, but the word leaven is rarely used for something positive. Jesus warns people. He says, "Hey, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Beware of the leaven of the Sadducees. Beware of the leaven of the Herodians." And then he goes on here though, and he says, "The kingdom is like leaven." And he's saying this, and I want you to see what leaven is. Leaven or yeast, okay, commonly referred to as yeast, is it belongs to the fungi kingdom, which is basically, um, well, anyway, we, we didn't get it. But <laughs> anyway, the bottom line is this leaven or yeast is a powerful agent for change. That's what it's that you look it up, you can look up the, any definition or descriptive words for it. And it's, it's uh, the, with leaven, it's interesting because. You can have just a little bit of leaven, and it does a lot. It's interesting that you put leaven in dough, 
Okay, whether it be for you know, say cinnamon. How many like cinnamon buns? Yeah. Okay. So you put some put some lemon in some cinnamon bun dough, and just a little bit that that leaven overtakes the dough and causes it to rise. It initiates change. Okay. The dough that it's placed in doesn't change the leaven. The leaven changes the dough. Okay. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. Just to, the woman took of it and hid it in some flour and, and, and it affected the whole bunch. Okay? So my question is, what, what's your deal? <laughs> like, what's your deal? Are you leaven? Are you leaven where you live? Are you leaven? Are you affecting change? Are you changing the culture? Are you establishing culture? Jesus had a lot to say about this. It never becomes the dough. It always overtakes the dough. It influences it through and through. But Jesus had a lot to say about this. Matthew 24, 14. The gospel of the kingdom. Somebody say, of the kingdom. Thank you. I, just, I like you helping me out a little bit. Uh, the gospel the of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. Okay? I think that's important. That, that's important to understand. The difference between the gospel... Of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom is this. The gospel of salvation would say you must be born again. We get that. We believe that. You must be born again to enter into a relationship with the Father. 100%. Absolutely. However, the gospel of the kingdom says now you go and heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, freely receive, so freely give it away. You actually get going. You take the kingdom. And when you do this, Jesus said, I want you to tell the people the kingdom has come to you. That's what he's saying. So, that word there where it says nations in Matthew 24, 14, it, it, the word is ethnos, okay, or, or people groups, right? Not just, you know, geographical regions, but actually all people groups, this gospel of the kingdom. Now, I understand that, you know, people say that nowadays with, with technology, the gospel has reached all known people groups and all this kind of stuff and everything else, but... Um, the gospel of the kingdom hasn't reached all people groups. It's a difference. Let's just read a few scriptures under this whole thing. Matthew 4, 17 says this, From that time Jesus began to teach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 10, 7 and 8, talked about this already, but the address is there. As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, freely receive, freely give. Okay? There's a value to the kingdom. There's a cost to the kingdom. I appreciate Travis's heart and, and the leadership here because I know you guys are going for it. And you're like, I'm not letting go until I get everything that I'm believing God for in Jesus' name. I'm going for it. I don't care if I'm popular or not popular. We're going for it. And what got us to where we are now is not going to be what it's going to take to get us to where he wants to go. So there's got to be this, there's, your life is kind of in flux and you're changing and you're diving in deeper. And, and, and yesterday's bread is no good. We want fresh bread. And you, and you pursue that. And so, so I appreciate that. But it, it's value, this kingdom is valuable. There's value to it. Uh, Matthew uh, 13 to 44 says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field which a man found and hid again. And... Uh, and from joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Interesting, eh? 
I'm, I'm just gonna. I, somebody was a priest who was prayer tonight. And they said, "I'm putting all my chips in the minute on the table or something like that." Somebody was saying that. You know, it's like I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in for the kingdom. I really am. I'm not here to. I, I said this last night. I'm not here, not here to you know get more friends. You know, expand my Facebook influence. <laughs> But I'm, I'm here, I'm here to, to hopefully instill, uh, put a little yeast in your life. I really am. And uh, that you would actually be leavened a little bit more tonight. And that you would start leavening other people. And you'd go out. And see, every time you take the kingdom out there, every time you go out and, and, and take the kingdom and advance the kingdom, you're leavening it. You're leavening the place you are. You're leavening your workplace. You're leavening your family. You're leavening your, your, your hairdresser. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. I love my hairdresser. I'm my own hairdresser. You heard it, you're the, you're the prophet, your own prophet, you're prophet of your own destiny. Well, I don't know. Anyway. There's this, there's this prayer here, though, that Jesus teaches, teaches us how to pray. And he says this, he says, we're supposed to pray like this, Father in heaven, you're holy. Daddy, you're holy. Uh, I love you, you're holy, you're set apart, you're beautiful. And then he goes on, and you know you know, and he says, I want, you to, I want you to pray like this, pray that your kingdom, that his kingdom would come, that his will would be done on earth the same way it's done in heaven. Okay? I think that's neat. Goes on and says, give us our, our bread, you know, our daily bread, and forgive us our sins or our debts as we forgive those who have sinned against us. I think that's a powerful statement, isn't it? See, forgiveness in the kingdom can't be separated. You can't live, say, I'm going to live in the kingdom. I'm going to experience a kingdom lifestyle and have a life of unforgiveness. Because the kingdom stuff only flows in grace. That's all, it's the only place it flows is in grace. The Spirit of God flows in grace. That's that river of grace. I think I talked about that here uh, back in June or something. We were, we were out there. Um, but he says it right here. He says this. He says, I want you to pray that your kingdom would come. My kingdom would come. The will would be done on earth the same way it's done in heaven. And then that you would actually forgive other people. That you would forgive me as you would forgive my sin as I forgive others. And, and to make it real plain, what you're praying when you pray that is saying, God, the, the way that I offer forgiveness and grace to other people that hurt me and reject me and do all kinds of stuff to me and about me. The same way that I forgive them, I'm asking you to forgive me. Yeah. Selah. Okay. So we see this here, and then the bread, you know, uh, don't leave some temptation, blueberries from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Jesus' prayer, his prayer, this kingdom prayer, was not for a rapture or a rescue. This is a revolutionary prayer. Yeah. He's not saying, he's not saying, what I want you to do is I want you to pray. That, that, oh God, just save me from this mess. Save me from all this mess. Just save me. Get me out of here. Oh, I want to be with you. I want to be with you in heaven. By the way, um, I love, I love, uh, I love some of the, you know, the worship tunes that we're doing tonight. There's that one song. I like to change words in, in, in uh, worship tunes that just to make them a little more theologically correct. No, I do. I love that song. I love the song we did. Um, we do it too from time to time. But um, uh, come be the fire inside my heart. Blah blah blah. And it, and it says until you and I are one. Well, you're actually when you're born again, you're one. 
So I, I say, don't be the fire because you and I are one. That's what I pray. Hmm. Remember the story I shared? I think at research, it's basically, it, it's a picture, this whole thing about the fire and the oneness. It's a picture that, of, of, of Moses in the, the wilderness. And uh, people are grumbling. Snakes come among them. Fiery serpents, they bite them. It's like a fiery bite. It actually burns in their body. And people are having a rough go. And the Lord says to Moses, I want you to take, put a bronze Make a, make a snake of bronze on the pole, stick it up. You know the whole story about the bronze, right? What is it about bronze that is unique? Well, I'm glad you asked. Bronze is, is, a, is a material made of two distinct materials, copper and tin. When copper and tin come together and they are forged in fire, they become a brand new one material, which is called bronze. And bronze can never become copper and tin again. They become one, and it's a picture of this, because uh, uh, copper was very common in that day, tin was rare, but what happens is he takes the commonness of humanity, there's so much humanity and flesh and all that kind of stuff, and he takes that, and the rarity of God himself, and when the fire of the Holy Ghost comes in your heart, and melts you and molds you, where you say, I am seated with him in heavenly places, I am in Jesus' name, all of a sudden, you're, you're actually you're one with Him. You're not going to become one with Him. You're, you are one with Him. That's why He says, you heal the sick. You cleanse the leper. When you reach out your hand, it's His hand touching people. So, it's, it's just the, it, Jesus, His thing, his, his whole operation was all about, I want to see this kingdom set up here in the earth. My dad's kingdom, I want it here in the earth. Absolutely. If your definition of the kingdom is tied to eternity, you will never ever influence the way Jesus wants you to influence this side of it. If, if you think, when you hear the word kingdom, you think, well, I'm going to go and go to heaven someday. Okay, if that's what you're thinking, you're never going to influence kingdom come, will be done on earth as it is in heaven, the way he intended. It's impossible because you're thinking about something that, well, this was for later on. I got news for you. You don't need healing in heaven. You can't, you can't raise the dead in heaven. Because there's no dead to raise. You can't cleanse any lepers in heaven. Everything he told you about regarding the kingdom to be leaven of the kingdom, let the leaven of the kingdom hit your place, your culture, your, your place where you work. Every place that you would go, that you would just release this, the whole purpose was, was this side of eternity. Because it's not necessary there. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So what is a kingdom? See, his kingdom is it's not a religion. Kingdom is this, it's a sovereign rulership of a king over a territory, impacting it with his will, purposes, and intent, producing a nationality of people who express a culture reflecting the nature and lifestyle of the king. Okay. A kingdom <laughs> kingdom is a sovereign rulership of a king over a territory. Okay? Impacting it with his will, purposes, and intent. Producing a nationality of people who express a culture reflecting the nature and lifestyle of the king. I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. It would have... It would have... It would have territory. Okay? It would have, it would, it would, it would have land. Okay? There would be... There would be territory or territories. There's a language. 
the unique language. I want you to hear the word of the Lord here in Jesus' name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church tonight. There's a language of the kingdom that if you speak that language, and I'm not just talking about Shakarabamba, I'm talking about I'm talking about the language of the kingdom. The language of the kingdom speaks things that aren't as though they are. The language of the kingdom says that glass is half full, it's not half empty. The language of the kingdom says life, and there's life. The language of the kingdom is, is, is something that your verbiage, your, your language would impact people and change people. This world that we live in was framed by the language of the kingdom. Holy Spirit was brooding over the void, and God said, boom, he spoke the language of the kingdom. He prophesied what you see into existence today. So it's got a language. It has laws. There are laws. It has symbols. These are all things that are part of a culture, part of a, uh, a, a, a kingdom. There's a constitution. It has a moral code. It has shared values. It has customs. It has social norms. And in particular, the biggest one really is it has a culture. And basically the culture is all the qualities of, of the nation. Everything. It's the most powerful because it's everything that expresses a people. Okay? Um, I'll give you an example. <laughs> If you go to different, I've been to a few countries in Africa a few times, and you can go into some remote area in some African nation, and you'll sit there, and at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you'll have tea, as though you were in London, England. Because Britain came in and colonized in these nations, I'm just using Africa as an example in some of these nations there, and what they did is they took their culture, that's why you also see, you see this, it's a hot nation here. I mean, I'm just dripping buckets. I'm like, dear God, set me free. <laughs> and, and I'm sweating like crazy. And you see these guys, and they're wearing three-piece suits and ties and this. Well, no, they used to run around in the bush with fig leaves on. But now since Britain came in and got involved, all of a sudden now, they're in three-piece suits, drinking tea at two in the afternoon. Are you hear what I'm saying? Because the Britain culture... The kingdom of Britain influenced certain nations in Africa and it became leaven there and it changed the culture to make it look like the kingdom where they came from. What kind of culture are you setting? So, France, I mean, I went, we were at St. Starbucks this afternoon, just before we came in. I went there and I said, oh, is the baker on strike? Because it was like the cupboards were bare. I'm telling you what, the whole one section was like not... One croissant in there, I'm like, I guess this oil thing's really hit hard here. <laughs> anyway, and so I'm standing there, but guess what? You know what a croissant is? A croissant is influence of a French kingdom, and it's right here in Edmonton now. You have croissants here, French pastries, all kind of stuff. That is, that's in, are you hear what I'm saying? It's that simple, but it's like that. That's the influence of another nation here. So this is, a, this is, this is we're talking kingdom, kingdom culture. There's a mandate that God has in John chapter 17. Jesus says this, he's praying, he says, John chapter 17. Why don't we go there together? If you have a Bible, great. If you don't, who cares? Well, I care. I don't care. <laughs> but anyway. John chapter 17, he says this, verses 15 and 16. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil one. 
For they are not of the world, even I am not of the world. Okay? Are you hearing what he's saying there? This has nothing to do with your performance and your the way you live your life. This is not, this doesn't, this isn't talking about being holy and sinless and all that kind of stuff. Well, really, bless the Lord. It bothers me that so much of that so much of that worldly system has crept into the church. Now they're wearing jeans instead of when I was a kid, grew up in church, you have to wear a suit on the platform. <laughs> we were talking, actually, we were talking about this earlier. I don't know if you all remember those days when church would start Sunday morning. The door would open on the side, and the pastor would walk out with his staff and team, and he'd sit down on the front there, you know. And you remember those days? Oh, dear Lord Jesus, yeah. You know what the funny thing is, though? We're going to probably look back on it in a few years and say, man, we were pretty you know, stuffy with that back then, too. You know, there's always things changing. But the bottom line is, it's not about the image. It's not about that. And Jesus is saying here, he's not talking, when he says worldly, you know, they're not of the world. He's saying this, he's saying, they are not of the world, just like I'm not of the world. I've been sent by my dad from another kingdom, and that's the, that's the world I'm of. This has nothing to do with being holy and, and not doing this and doing that. This is talking about representing a king and a kingdom wherever you go. That you would realize that I actually am not of this world. I'm not. And that's, that's, that's a mandate. It's like, it's just picture that king, you know, sending out um, uh, ambassadors out to areas and, and uh, you go in there and they, they make it look like they did for the king. And that's our job. To be east in the world. It's a cultural mandate. You know what it says there? It says, um, well, in John 17, it says, They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. It's not talking about terra firma. It's talking about the world, the, the cosmos, the systems, the constitution, the order, the government. Okay? So he's saying, they are not of the world's system. They're not of the world's government. So therefore, actually, they're under... They understand laws of the kingdom. Okay? That's a powerful thing. You know what happens in the court of law? The judge will say, do you understand the charges against you? Yes, I understand them. What that literally is, is he's saying, do you stand under this judgment? Do I stand under this judgment? Yes, I stand. See, you got to hear this. When, when Jesus came about, and he's preaching the kingdom, and he's doing all these things, he says he sowed seeds, one sower, sowed a seed of the kingdom, and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was you can go and check it out, I think it's Matthew 13, it's a real good, real good story on it. It was, it was sown into the ground, but the evil one came, birds, birds of the air came away, and snatched away the seed, okay, and it says there, they, it said that they snatched away the seed from, uh, from their heart, not their mind. Actually, yeah, let's turn there. Go with me there. Go to, go to Matthew. Are you guys okay? Yeah. 
Okay, so here you go. So you go to Matthew chapter 13, verse number uh, 18. Listen, this is the meaning of the parable of the sower. While anyone is hearing the word of the Lord, the word of the kingdom, and does not comprehend it, or what does your, what does your Bible say there? Understand. Okay? If, if you hear the word of the kingdom and you don't understand it, it says this. It says the evil one comes and snatches away and was sown in his heart. That's what was sown along the roadside. Okay, I want you to hear that for a second. This is what happens when, when the word of the kingdom comes and you don't stand under it. The word of the kingdom is, is brought and you, and you hear this word of the kingdom and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to stand under that. I'm going to get, I'm gonna, I, I want to understand. And the word understand there literally means to assimilate with your five senses. Okay? I shared just briefly last night about this. There's a big thing. When the word of the kingdom, I'll give you an example. When the word of the kingdom goes out, in my name you will drive out demons. In Jesus' name you will heal the sick. In my name. Okay? Do you know what I'm talking about? So the word of the kingdom is, if you do something in the name of Jesus, you'll see the results of Jesus. Okay? Right? But that's different than, it's like this. It's like, Say this is the badge, okay? It's like this authority thing. In the name of Jesus. Okay? Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Right? So that's one understanding of a kingdom thought. However, there's an understanding that I believe God wants to reveal to the church in these days, and that's different to be in a place of authority in the name of Jesus, and I shared a little bit about this at the weekend but with you guys, but that's different than being in Jesus' name as a position. Okay? So you actually, you, like I started off by saying, you are one. You're one with Him. You are one. You are in Jesus' name. Now, now the question is, do you understand that? Do I stand under that? Because if I stand under that and understand that, that changes everything. Now I realize, I'm not second guessing, I know that when I lay hands on the sick, the shock isn't that the person gets healed, the shock is if they don't. Because I'm, I'm influencing from another realm. I'm representing a king from another kingdom in this realm here. I'm not of this realm. I'm not of this world. <laughs> I'm of another world. <laughs> Try that sometime, go through customs. <laughs> anyway, okay. Alright, so here, here's the thing. Um, here's the deal with the kingdom. God bless. Um, well, I'll just I'll give you my own thing. Somebody asked me, why don't, why don't you guys, oh, actually, Carter asked me one time, a little guy, and then other people have asked since then too, but why do you, um, how come we're in public school? Why don't you, why aren't we in a Christian school somewhere? Or why don't you homeschool? A lot of people homeschool nowadays, right? And uh, I said, oh, that's easy. I said, because I want you to be 11. I want you to be in a place where you can influence people, you know, just change things, right? I get it, you know, I totally, don't get me wrong, I'm not against Christian education and all that kind of stuff, but the bottom line is we shouldn't be, we have this sanitized idea in our life, don't we? It's really sanitized. It's like, well, I don't want to get too much into the world. I go to a Christian school, listen to a Christian radio station, 
It usually sucks, by the way, but anyway. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Seriously. Um, I listen to Christian music. I don't listen to secular music, Pastor Jackson. And that the thing I, is, I always said is I never knew that, that music could be born again. I really didn't know that. If you can introduce me to a piece of born-again music, I'll buy it lunch at Ruth's Chris there. Uh, whatever. You guys got one of those, right? Yeah, okay. Anyway. So we do this, we, we drive in, we, we, we drive into our garage, the door goes up, we get in, we close the, close the garage door, we get out into our house, and there we are, we're, we're at home, we're in our castle, and we're, we're hanging out now, so good, and then we get up, and then we go Wednesday, we go to church, to Bible study, or whatever, and then we go back home, then we go out for wings, you know, cheap wings on Wednesday night, and then we go back, we hang out with our Christian friends, and then... I really want to just hang out with, you know, have a good community and all this stuff. And good for you. But I want to tell you something. You can't be leavened unless you're in dough. So for God's sake, get in some dough. Okay? Well, where's dough? How about in the business world? If you're called the business, I know there are some people here called the business, then be leavened in that business. In the business world, be leavened. Don't try to take, don't try to invite people to, you know, the kingdom. Take the kingdom to the people. Uh, you can go through those whole, I, I'm pretty big on it. I really enjoy the, you know, the seven mountain mandate, seven mountain teaching, business, arts and entertainment, government, family, media, religion, education, all these seven mountains basically that make up a culture. All these things. And for years all we've done is tried to take the mountain of religion, you know, it's like all we're doing is putting everyone, you see someone that's got leadership in their life, well they must be called to be a pastor, okay let's send them to Bible school, put them through a four year program set them out there somewhere in a church and, you know have a go <laughs> I just think that's really funny and it was all about getting as many people into that mountain, and somebody has the idea that, you know what, I really feel politics on my on my heart, and uh, I think that uh I'm going to maybe go into politics. Well, why would you want to go in? That's worldly. Why would you want to go and be part of that? No, are you kidding? Listen, God is establishing his kids that are sent from another kingdom at each of those spheres of influence, whether it be government, family, hello, whether it be uh, education, whether it be religion, whether it be whatever, all the mountains. I'm telling you what, if you're living in the mountain you're placed, you're going to see cultural change. It's going to happen. 100%. So, where are you right now? Where are you tonight? Is your mentality, and I want to I I escape all this. Man, I just can't wait till I get to heaven. If I hear somebody say that on my team, I won't smack them, but I will rebuke them. <laughs> Absolutely. God's plan is not to get us to heaven. God's plan is to get heaven to us. Through us. He would never say, pray like this. Let my kingdom be established on the earth as it is in heaven. If he wants you to just to get out of here and get to heaven. Okay? Heaven is not just some eternal destination. It's a kingdom with a king and a culture. And he's called you as an ambassador, not as a tourist. To implement change. That you would speak the kingdom language. 
That you would that you would you would abide by kingdom law. Okay, well let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, so I'm here to implement heaven's systems. Okay? I'm here to 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 uh, represent the king, right? So I'll just list some just some really, really uh, well, see. A good example of kingdom influence is the story of Joseph. Joseph was an influencer. He understood that he was, in fact, he was actually from another kingdom placed into a situation. But everywhere he went, he, he was favored and he always rose to the top. No matter how awful the circumstance was, he would always rise to the top. Why? Because he was taking the kingdom. He was walking and influencing with the kingdom everywhere he went. He was a kingdom guy. He knew that he didn't belong to that system. Listen, if I'm in the prison, then I'm going to be the best prisoner there is to be. It is, it totally. I, if I'm in the prison, well then, in Jesus' name, I'm taking over this prison. Do you know who I am? I'm royalty. I, I'll tell you this, this is, walk like the prince that you are. You know, it's not being cocky. It's knowing who you are. That's a big deal. To get rid of, I'm so sick of this false humility in the church. Oh, bless God, yeah, well, you know, it's Jesus, it's not me. Stick a sock in it. It's you. You and he are one. I mean, listen, it's, it's not about, like, like walk the, the, as a prince that you are, as the son that you are, as the daughter that you are. When you go to work, I absolutely... I am blessed and highly favored. I'm, I'm actually, I have an unfair advantage over everyone else that's around me that's not part of this kingdom. I, my life, I, I'm, I represent a king, okay? My dad is the king. <laughs> Come on. You know when your dad's the king, all you need is a ring? You have a ring and, and you buy things with the ring? You just seal it. You just, you just, they pour wax and you just hit it and stamp it like that. That means dad's paying for it. Kingdom looking after it. Why do you think the prodigal, when he came home, got a ring? He got a ring because he's saying, listen, you're still on dad's bankroll here. So think about that for a minute. So the laws of this land are superseded by the laws of another land. Now I get it, we gotta honor law, we gotta honor the government here and stuff like this. But what law do you understand? What law, what judgment are you standing under? Are you standing under what this realm says? Or are you standing under what your kingdom realm says? Those are different things. Uh -huh. Let's step up. supersedes the facts of life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like what you're going through right now. 
A miracle is as simple as that kingdom realm being a superior reality. That, that's all it is. Follow what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like that easy. And Jesus kept saying, the kingdom's at hand. He said, the kingdom's going to be in you. Kingdoms, in one, in one, one instance, it says it's, like it's underneath your nose. It's like right here. That's it. It's right here. You're sent from another kingdom. You've, sent, you've been sent to be yeast, to be leaven. And uh, I, I'm, not, I'm trying, seriously trying not to be, this is not a heavy message. So this is, you're not feeling at all. Okay, good. I'm really trying not to be like heavy, you know, like this is such an opportunity. And I really believe that there, we're at a tipping point. I do believe that. There's this, it's like God is absolutely going to, heaven is waiting to back up your, your, your obedience and you're stepping in to, you know, say, you know what, I'm going for the kingdom. I am in the kingdom. I'm not from this realm. I'm from another realm. Yeah, do you believe in aliens? I sure as freaking well do. I am an alien, you know? Like, and, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not just passing through this life, okay? I'm not just passing through this world. I love the old Southern Gospel sing songs, passing through this, you know, this world doesn't have a hold on me. Guess what? I'm actually here in this world to change this world. I'm here actually to, to influence this world and completely change it. That when I would step into a mule, look and see what happens where, where um, Joshua got the mandate that said, everywhere the sole of your foot will tread, I'll give you that territory, I'll give you that ground. Okay, you know the story, right? Well, there's a picture there that's happening that's saying, everywhere I step, when my foot goes down, the effect of the kingdom goes right like that. Why do you think that Jesus of the Mount of Transfiguration, as he stood there, and he began to reveal what was really happening, the kingdom that he represented, what happened under his feet? Sapphire. Happened again, it happened again with, uh, with Moses as well. You can read it there in Exodus where it says all of a sudden, you can see, it was a picture of him taking the kingdom and the kingdom coming. Everywhere you step. So when you go to work, Monday, you go to college, you go wherever you go, you step in there and you walk and like, <laughs> you flipping Hulk smash it if you have the Hulk smash it. <laughs> well, let's just, let's just, why don't we just fix our eyes on this, on this kingdom and let's just, uh, let's just go here. Um, Maybe we could have the worship crew back up. That'd be great. If you don't mind coming up. Um, but right now, by faith, we just we fix our gaze upon that kingdom. Yeah. Fix our gaze upon it. Yeah. We say, let your kingdom come, let your will be done in this room as it is in heaven. We just agree with that prayer. You told us to pray like that, Jesus. <laughs> so we do that. Mm-hmm. What do you need? What are what are some things that what are some things right now in your life that um, are more represented by this earthly kingdom than than the heavenly kingdom? Okay. But, yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, buddy. We're <laughs> We're on it. Come on. We are. Shaka Boomba. Okay, so. Ah! Whoa, okay. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, so 
you have, you have, if you have like say sickness in your body, actually hang on a second guys, just hang on. Play what you're playing back there, okay, please? What were you playing there? You, you're playing some music, I wanna hear that again please. I just want you to pause for a sec, okay? Just wanna be really sensitive to something that's happening here. Okay, good. So, uh, basically, okay, just go ahead and have a drink from that kingdom right now. <laughs> just go ahead and have a drink from that kingdom right now. Ah, yeah. I just put my affection, my attention on you. Issues in your toes and 
your right foot. Your toes are being healed. Pain in the toes, I don't even know what the issue is. But your, your foot's being healed, your right foot. Go ahead and check yourself. Get them to check themselves now after you've released the kingdom. Those of you who, are, who need healing in your body, check it out now. Just check it out. See if something's shifted, something's changed. The kingdom has just come near to you. Go ahead and check it. If something's changed, you can feel something different in your body. Pain's gone. You can do something now you couldn't do before, whatever. Just give us a wave. Just wave at us. Something happened. Are you waving there? Man, you got your hand up. Is that you? If, if God's touched your body, there's a change, some healing, whatever, give us a wave. Somebody wave at us. Right here? Yeah. What happened to you? I uh, just I've had some issues in my shoulder for the last eight months. Yeah. Okay. Who has shoulder issues? Anyone got issues in your shoulder? Hold your hand up. Hold your hand up. What's your name? What's your name? Andy. Andy. Awesome. You've got a sweet spirit. I love you. Really love your spirit. Andy just released God's kingdom over these people now. Just take it. Ready? He's just going to speak it out over you. Just take it. In Jesus' name, shoulders be healed. Yeah. Bam. Now go ahead and check yourself. Something just popped. Go ahead and check yourself. Anyone else? Something happened? Give us a wave. Right there? What happened? Okay, you don't feel it. That's a good thing. Uh, okay. Something here? You can breathe a lot better. You've been fighting pneumonia for a week. Wow. Awesome. Um, breathing problems. That's a good one to go after, isn't it? Asthma and breathing problems, right? Just go ahead and just breathe in His kingdom. Just breathe it in. Let the air of heaven fill your lungs. Just breathe it in. Breathe it out. Out with the old, into the new. Come on. Okay, I want to... We, we need to keep pressing into this a little bit. Is the kingdom <laughs> suffers violence, and violent men take it by force. It's something that you're not mamsy pamsy about. That's why I, I go and, like I do that to help myself. You know, it's like I'm just just kingdom come on, you know. It's just sound effects that help me a little bit uh, childlike. Okay, let's keep going here. Who 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 else? Uh, see what's happening is it's the revelation of the kingdom will bring you healing manifestation. When you when you have the revelation that his kingdom is, there's healing in his kingdom and it's upon my life, that's when things just shift and change, okay? So let's just press into that a little bit. You need healing in your body. Just, we're going to go again, go again. In Jesus' name, let's release the kingdom of heaven over my body right now. Kingdom of God, come! Ah! Will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven, in my body as it is in heaven. I don't need healing in eternity. I don't need it. This was for now. His kingdom is for now. Yeah. Okay, give yourself a check. Anyone else? Check yourself out. Pain gone. Breathing's better. Eyesight's clear. Hearing's opened up. Whatever. Yeah, what happened back here? Yeah, 
come on. You come up here. You come up here. Come on. What's okay? Just pause for a second. Hang on a second. Can you just give her a stay right there for now? Uh, what's happening here now? If you guys don't know, just hang on right there. What's happening right now is the temperature and the reality of his kingdom is increasing in the room. Okay, so. What's that? There's a there's a greater awareness of His kingdom that's coming to us now, and as that happens, more things start happening. I can feel it on the stage increasing here. It's just increasing. I can tangibly feel it. And um, so, come on up here. Come on up with a truck.
Come on, release the kingdom. This is, whoa. This is just a, uh, the whole room.
to get in a place where you can drink deeply uh, without any distractions. It's valuable. I would sell the field to buy it. I would pay it. So it's 